This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word show to 33777. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word show, S-H-O-W, to 33777. Text show to 33777. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 2. Americans, I'm glad to have you with me. I genuinely am glad to have you with me today. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson. It is my show. As they said on CNN last night, highly popular eponymous show, the Eric Erickson Show. The phone number is 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. If you text the word DATA, D-A-T-A, to 33777, you will get a 15% off discount on the show notes. You can get all the links to all the stuff I'm talking about and a whole lot more that nobody else gets. None of the freebie subscribers get this stuff. You can also pre-order my book, You Shall Be As Gods. Uh, we'll get into that uh, at a at a later moment. But, you know, so so I, I have to say this. Um I I have a people don't think I have a boss. I, I I answer to a man named Ken Charles. He is the program director at my flagship station, WSB in Atlanta. And uh, my producer, Charlie, who also answers the phones, uh, stalked me on the Internet. He got his job. And uh, the the two, it's like when you talk to one with, with very few uh, differences, it, it's it's they have strongly held opinions and generally they're aligned. And neither gentleman is a big fan of taking phone calls on the program. Uh, I think they'd both rather me just talk all day long. Uh, but occasionally, you know, I realize as we're going around the country, we're expanding. Uh, some program directors, directors like to hear it when you get a, a call from a local market and, and make them realize people are listening to the show. And we do take phone calls on occasion. But one of the things both gentlemen are very adamant about is you should never start an hour of a show with a phone call. Go straight into the monologue. Go into the news. So without further ado, I'm going to start this hour with a phone call. <laughs> In large part, because I don't want to keep Spencer waiting, given that even Charlie tells me it, it's a great point. So Spencer, when when you have my call screener saying you make a good point, uh, I got to get to your phone call. Well, I'm honored, Eric. I appreciate Absolutely. That. Uh, I was just listening to you a little while ago pointing out that Clarence Thomas is 75 years old and maybe she'd consider uh, he'll, he'll be coming off the bench pretty soon. But I was going to point out that he's almost old enough to be president. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, that, that is a great point. You're right. Uh, he can retire in four years. He'll be 79 and he can run for president because he'll be almost old enough. Okay. Yep. Yes, yep. that is an excellent point. I can understand why Charlie told me I should take your phone call. <laughs> Thank you for that one. 
Yeah, you bet. Absolutely, Spencer. Yes, uh, man, it is hard when Clarence Thomas has been on the bench since 1991 and is younger than either man running for president of the United States. It's how how is it that in the year of our Lord, 2024, Joseph Robinette Biden and Donald John Trump are the only two people that Americans of either party want to put up for president of the United States. I, I, I don't whether you like them or not. My gosh. Wow. Okay. Now I'm going to swap things up for what I was going to talk about. Cause I was, I'm going to talk about it, but I'm just going to do this instead. Cause, cause this one kind of makes me happy. It's going to make some of you happy as well. Do you know who we haven't heard from in a while? Kind of gone off the radar, beamed up somewhere, perhaps. That would be Stacey Abrams, president of Earth, former governor of the state of Georgia in her mind and Hillary Clinton's mind. Stacey Abrams has gone away. In 2016, 17, 17, 2017, I got asked to lunch by a prominent progressive activist who I know in my community who is very good at her job. She puts points, and it is a she, puts points on the board for Democrats and has done a very good job organizing progressives in Georgia. And she wanted to go to lunch. She wanted to talk politics. We have a cordial relationship. Um, She and her husband, super people. Just We just disagree on politics, but fine people. And when I got to lunch, she her motive for asking me to go to lunch was to warn me about the state house leader in Georgia whose name was Stacey Abrams. And she advised me that Abrams was in her mind back in 2017 grifting. She was Abrams would uh, sell a bill of goods and had no deliverables. She was taking advantage of donors, bleeding donors dry for her own uh, gain, and it would lead the Democrats to disaster. This was a progressive activist telling me this. And she said um, that I should tell people on my side who would listen to me because they wouldn't listen to her, follow the money. Well, we followed the money. And it was exactly as this progressive activist had told me. It's an absolute grift. Fair fight, Stacey Abrams' organization, to bring the fight to Georgia. The idea of Fair Fight Georgia was to organize the state of Georgia, do massive voter registration drives, pull out the Democratic vote and get people elected. Now, there's a catch. Because Fair Fight could not engage itself in partisan voter registration as it was organized. See, I've mentioned this the other day that uh, 501c3s, nonprofits, cannot be partisan. Only the Republican and Democratic parties can engage in partisan voter registration drives. All the nonprofit voter registration groups have to do it on a bipartisan basis. So the way they get around that rule is they only go to areas where they're likely to find partisans that they want. So uh, a Republican voter registration drive is going to go into the suburbs and largely white areas, and a Democratic voter registration drive is going to go into urban enclaves that are mostly non-white 
to try to avoid accidentally registering someone of the party they don't want. And fair fight. Uh, Lauren Growargo and Stacey Abrams got together. Lauren uh, Growargo is the CEO. And they organized Fair Fight Georgia. That they were they were going to bring the fight to the Republicans. They were going to organize every county in the state of Georgia. And they raised a ton of money. In 2022, I know 2021, February 11th, 2021, Stacey Abrams and Lauren Growargo of Fair Fight wrote a piece in the New York Times how to turn your red state blue. It may take 10 years, do it anyway. We met and became political partners a decade ago, uniting in a bid to stave off democratic obsolescence and rebuild a party that would increase the clout of regular struggling Georgians. Our mission was clear, organize people, help realize gains in their lives, win local races to build statewide competitiveness and hold power accountable. But the challenge was how to do that in a state where many allies had retreated into glum predictions of defeat, where our opponents reveled in shellacking Democrats at the polls and in the state house. That's not all we had to contend with. There was a 2010 census undercount of people of color, a looming Republican gerrymander of legislative maps, and a new Democratic president midway into his first term confronting a holdover crisis from the previous Republican administration. Though little in modern American history compares with the malice and ineptitude of the botched pandemic response or the attempted insurrection at the Capitol, the dynamic of a potentially inaccurate census and imminent partisan redistricting in the same story facing Democrats in 2021 as it was in 2011. State leaders and activists we know across the country who face total or partial Republican control are wondering what path they should take in their own states now and deep into the next decade. Georgians deserve better, so we devised and began executing a 10-year plan to transform Georgia into a battleground state. And they took credit for Joe Biden winning, and they claimed they were making all sorts of ground. In November of 2022, Brian Kemp destroyed everything Stacey Abrams had built. Brian Kemp, not the state party, not the Republican National Committee, Brian Kemp organized this incredible ground operation in Georgia. They organized every county. They were outspent by Stacey Abrams. They were out-fundraised by Stacey Abrams. She had national exposure for six years against a Brian Kemp who had been vilified as Donald Trump's boy only to have Donald Trump turn against him and campaign against him. And Brian Kemp's operation mopped the floor with Fair Fight Georgia as their mop. And what is the legacy of Fair Fight Georgia in Georgia? What is the legacy of it? Let me give you the numbers. Sent to me by a Democratic partisan, no less. $25 million in legal fees, $10 million to Stacey Abrams' campaign committee chair's law firm, $2.5 million in debt, and they still owe back pay to over 20 young activists who believed in Stacey Abrams' cause. Heck of a legacy. The 2020 election, Brian Kemp took Stacey Abrams' op-ed in the New York Times how to turn a red state blue and pinned over it with a Sharpie, making it how to turn a blue state red. 
Now, Democrats will say today, but, 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 but the Senate, the Senate, Ossoff and Warnock, and everybody knows Donald Trump got them elected, not Stacey Abrams. In fact, the Republicans won in, in uh, 2020, went on to the runoff in 2021, and it was, what, 720-some thousand Republicans? No, 400-some-odd thousand Republicans. I used to know the number precisely. Refused to show back up. It was the Republicans who talked themselves out of voting. Uh, the chairman of the Georgia Republican Party, um, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, President Donald Trump, telling Republicans the runoff was going to be stolen just like the general election was stolen. The Republicans got us two Democrats in the Senate in Georgia, not Stacey Abrams. It's funny how everyone was willing to acknowledge that until today, and now suddenly they're like, oh, no, Stacey Abrams got us two Democratic senators. No, the hell she did not. It was Donald Trump and the GOP who sabotaged themselves. The Republicans won every statewide race in Georgia and maintained control of the state house and the state Senate. And do you want the punchline? There's a man named Ed Setzler. He was in the state house. He's moved to the state Senate. He's the author of Georgia's six-week fetal heartbeat ban. He was in a district that Abrams had won in 2018 and Hillary Clinton had won in 2016. And after he authored the fetal heartbeat ban, Fair Fight Georgia and every pro-choice, pro-abortion activist group in the country poured money in to beat him, and he beat them. That Fair Fight Georgia ground game was so good, they failed to oust a Republican from a Democratic-leaning seat. No one paid attention to that except me, I think. It was a clear indicator they weren't up to snuff. But my gosh, she got on the cover of Vanity Fair. She got the white guilt of liberals in the press who had given all their attention to Beto O'Rourke in 2018. She got to be the president of Earth on Star Trek. Now she's gone. And there's nothing but rubble in the wake. And you know, the bitter irony, Democratic partisan told me last night, is if she were to come back tomorrow, the Democrats would nominate her again. He said, she is our Trump. Was surprised he put it that way, but man, she became a national figure, a national media darling. Brian Kemp will never get the credit he should get for the genius of his operation. He hit the ground running after being defined as Trump's guy in 2022, proved to be his own man. Donald Trump turned against him. He organized Trump, or Kemp did every county in the state of Georgia and built this massive turnout machine. And with all of Stacey Abrams' attention, all of Stacey Abrams' money, all of, of the media attention and zeal to help her, Stacey Abrams became Humpty Dumpty, fell off the wall, can't be put back together. That is a heck of a legacy. And all those young progressive activists who believed in her and her cause going to still be owed back pay. Well done, Democrats. You sure know how to pick them. Of course, <laughs> I say that as a Republican. And look at us. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. 
That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program? Let's go to John. Welcome to the show, John. How are you? I am great. How are you, sir? Doing well. Good, good. It's great to uh, be able to get a voice of reason from you. I felt like I've been in a talk radio abyss for the last two years, so uh, I've appreciated you. Well, I so, look, thank you very uh, much. Uh, but my question is just from what you spoke last, the last uh, segment, that what a great game, ground game that Brian Kemp had. What do we need to do as, you know, concerned citizens to take that kind of process and make it national. That's the only way we have a chance to win in 24, I believe. So, okay, so there's a problem. Uh, and in fact, uh, hang on a second. I just saw this from uh, Tara Servatius, who is on uh, WRD over in um, Greenville. Um, the the RNC is broke. Yes, uh, I, I saw your area code yeah. and, and thought you were over in the Greenville area. So this is what Tara just put up um, this morning. Uh, my gosh, she's such an early bird. She was tweeting at five o'clock this morning. Tara, oh my! Well, of course yeah. she got me on the radio <laughs> earlier, but no, nonetheless, I'm sorry, I'm not an early bird. But so this is what Tara just put up: uh, the RNC is broke nine months before the election, hemorrhaging donors, while Biden's main pack is shattering spending and fundraising records with a 250 million dollar ad buy that's buying up critical ad slots ahead of the election. Uh, Trump's main pack just raised 43 million in the second half of the year and was forced to spend 50 million on legal fees. Two swing state Republican parties are bankrupt. Um, this is not a good sign. We're, we're out of money. Now, let, let me put this in perspective for you. Charlie Kirk's Turning Point USA uh, is going gangbusters and encouraging people not to give money to the RNC, which is the only legal entity that can do these sorts of get out of the vote efforts. Uh, Kirk's or Kirk's got like 23 million in uh, revenue uh, or assets rather after COVID, and they're they claim they're going to spend it in three states. We're going to lose if we keep these grifters funding like this, not the RNC. All right, I got to tell you about Stamps.com before I get out of here. I, I have more on this when we come back, but uh, Stamps.com, I do need to tell you about it. If you're a business or even an individual and you ship a lot. Stamps.com can save you money. That I, Y'all, I literally have used this company for 20 of their 25 years on and off. Uh, and I can, you can print, you know, like they were one of the first groups to embrace like the QR code for postage with the post office. And you can print stamps. You can print labels. They'll send you a free digital scale so you can weigh stuff, get it labeled right, and you can arrange pickup at your home or office so you never have to go stand in line. And you get up to 89% off post office and UPS rates. It's a great way to save money and be productive. If you go to stamps.com and you click the microphone, you can put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, and you will get a free digital scale, a free limited time offer, some free postage. There's no long-term commitment. There's no contract. You can cancel at any time. And as my business is going up and down, there were a couple times I had to cancel, and I came back to stamps.com when business wrapped up. I use them right now. Stamps.com, click on the microphone, put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. Uh, let me go to the phones here. Mark, great question here. Welcome. How are you? Doing great. How are you, Eric? Good. Uh, yes, Erica. Thank you for taking my call. And I want to say um, concerning this Stacey Abrams um, fiasco that just went on, uh, it was amazing. She had a lot of Hollywood on her side, uh, even for the, the gubernatorial election in Georgia. Yeah. I believe it was in 18. And one of them was Will Ferrell. And he would be knocking on doors, telling people to vote for her and stuff like that. I was wondering why it is that Hollywood has gotten so um, committed to the left, the left, when a lot of times I think they're not even fully sure of who they're even backing as long as they have, you know, that same agenda without looking at the, you know, the individual as much as going with a party. It seems to have happened over and over again. And they oh, even, that, that's a, you know, I, I actually know the answer to this question, uh, and it is exactly related. I, I didn't realize you were going to go there, Mark, with this, and I'm glad you did because it is exactly related to what I was going to talk about. So uh, l l let me, I'm, I'm going to let you sit back and listen. And I will answer this because it's what's going on here. There are individuals in America who are commonly referred to as handlers. Uh, and people with immense wealth tend to have one or more handlers. And I, ironically, and I, uh, well, it, it's going to be disparaging. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to say this. Um, I know... A number. I, I know my fair share of billionaires just by virtue of, of who I am, what I do, how long I've been in the movement, uh, the conservative movement. I have met a lot of billionaires, and I have met a lot of the handlers, and there are some good ones. But overwhelmingly, it is people who failed in politics, um, who, who claim to get it, who have a Rolodex, uh, but they're not very good, and oftentimes they – mislead the billionaires and the billionaires waste their money. My goodness, do they waste their money? And it's the same thing in Hollywood. Uh, there are a number of organizations in Hollywood that are designed to plug in uh, Hollywood celebrities who believe they can use their celebrity to advance the cause. Now, side note, for everyone worried about Taylor Swift's endorsement of Joe Biden, consider all of the Hollywood endorsements of Stacey Abrams. Consider Taylor Swift uh, endorsed Marsha Blackburn's opponent in Tennessee, and Marsha Blackburn won, uh, and Taylor Swift referred to her as Donald Trump with a wig. Taylor Swift's endorsement isn't as meaningful as people think because most people do think for themselves generally, uh, and they can be persuaded about influencer-type things, but when it comes to politics, a lot of people, they couldn't care less who a celebrity endorses. But celebrities are convinced of their own clout because they live in a bubble, where everyone tells them they're the most deeply influential person alive. And there are groups that actually specialize in handling politics for celebrities. And so they recruit the celebrities to do the stupid singing ads for Hillary Clinton or to get out the vote. They don't know who they're helping. Uh, occasionally, they'll see, like, for example, Stacey Abrams or Beto O'Rourke on the cover of Vanity Fair and say, I want that person because clearly they've got some clout and influence. They get on the cover of Vanity Fair I'm going to go with them. And so they do. And so you get Will Ferrell 
uh, coming to Georgia, not going to vote, or Alyssa Milano and all these others. It's a very organized activity by groups that are designed to plug celebrities into politics where they think they can be useful. And just like on the right, many of the handlers are inept. And many of the handlers benefit behind the scenes from who they refer the billionaires to. A friend of mine, who I'm, I'm going to leave nameless here because I don't want any blowback on him. I have a friend. He has been deeply helpful to me in my career. And he is brilliant at what he does. This friend of mine owns a company that uh, produces software that campaigns can use to go door to door. Uh, the Trump team uses his software. The Kemp team used his software. Uh, a number of the presidential cam- candidates used his software. And essentially, um, so l- let me let me just back up and explain this one to you. So there's software. When I was, it was so I'm going to back up even further. When I was a political consultant, I had a program called FileMaker Pro. It's a database program for a Mac. Any one of you today, wherever you're listening, I don't care what state you're in, you can go to your secretary of state and get a voter file. And the voter file lists every single voter in your state. Everyone who's registered to vote is in this voter file. You can take the voter file and then you can organize it into walk lists. And the way you organize it into walk lists is it can sort the addresses based on how the post office delivers the mail. So you're never crossing back and forth. The post office has an immense system based on the zip coding and the four digits at the end of the zip code to arrange how the mail truck drives through the street. So it's never going zigzagging back and forth. It goes in a particular pattern. And so you can take the voter file, you can sort it by the four-digit end of the zip code, and then you can weed out the people who don't vote in primaries, the people who vote in the Democratic primary. If you just want to hit Republicans, you can sort it that way. So you're always targeting. Well, with the software package, becomes really easy to do. You say, I want to go knock on the door of Republican voters who voted in both the presidential primary and the general primary in 2020 and then voted in the primary in 2022. And it's gonna pull up a map, it's gonna show you, you can circle the area where you are, and it's gonna produce for you a walking order so that you're never zigzagging. It's the most efficient route to connect to the most doors, and it'll tell you who the person is, what their voting habits are, and then it can pull in a lot of consumer data too. So you know this guy's a big gun rights person. How do you know? Well, they're an NRA member. They subscribe to Field and Stream, stuff like this. It gives you an idea of who they are. So you know what their core issues are, uh, what groups they belong to, all this sort of, they call it psychographic data to get the psychology of the person you're connected with. does all of that. And then you can in real time, click it and you can write a note. This person cares about school choice. So then your mailing is going to be to it. Now, So I've got a friend, he does that. And and like this gives me some of the hope for the Trump campaign's ground game is I know they're using his platform and I know how good it is. But I remember when he was developing it. And I remember the competition and a number of other groups came up with the same idea and they were by a bunch of well-connected charlatans and none of those apps exist anymore. And the guys who were developing the apps made a lot of money off a lot of billionaires and they got great houses to show for it, but they don't have an app. He never got the mansion 
and the private jet and the beach house. But he got a very robust platform because he's about putting points on the board. He's not about the money. He's about winning. That's why we're friends. He's a deeply principled Christian conservative. Texting, actually, he's not listening right now, but he was texting me something. One of the things he texted me is a 30-year-old who owns a $5 million house. A 30-year-old who owns a $5 million house. Four, well, $4.75 million, five-bedroom, 5.5 bath, 6,841-square-foot house on a ritzy golf course in Scottsdale, Arizona. That would be Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA, uh, whose organization now has more money than the Republican National Convention. And it's not a coincidence that Turning Point USA is doing an event in Las Vegas while the RNC is meeting. And I am by no means a fan of the RNC. But they're essentially trying to get donors to give uh, TPUSA money instead of the RNC money. And it's working to a degree. Uh, You want to understand the perspective here? The uh, cash on hand for the RNC right now is uh, maybe $10 million. And at the end of the year 2022, TPUSA had $23.558 million in assets. They want $100 million to do grassroots activism in three states. Now, my buddy who has the software program that even the Trump campaign is using, so you can fund the entire nation for $100 million. But if you have access to the handlers who are starstruck by celebrity, who are willing to open the doors for you, you can go to the donors and you can you can take money from them. And it doesn't matter what you do with it. If you waste it, well, you've wasted it. Meanwhile, the RNC doesn't get the cash. Now, you and I can both disdain the RNC. I've never been a fan of the RNC. But legally, only the Republican National Committee can do some of the big partisan get-out-the-vote efforts. Only the Republican National Committee can coordinate with the candidates. Super PACs aren't allowed. The Republican National Committee can and can spend money on a candidate's behalf and coordinate with the candidate. There's a reason the party still exists in a near post-party political process. The fact of the matter is you have to have a robust Republican Party. You have to have it. If Donald Trump is as unhappy with Rona McDaniel as, as some people say he is, he should publicly call for her to resign now and replace her with someone else. It's not her problem, though, that the GOP has been losing 2018, 2020, and 2022. The reality is um, it's it, it, the candidates who lost, people were tired of Trump. The, he controlled the White House. The party out of the White House tends to win in off-year elections except 2022. The Democrats won in 2022 because even 13% of Republicans didn't want to go in Trump's direction. Um, he's been an anchor to the party. I, I think he can win in 2024, but I wouldn't be blaming the RNC for all the problems that the GOP has had. All of this is to say that both sides tend to get bled by uh, well-spoken 20- and 30-somethings who speak in word salad, who claim to have the Gnostic knowledge of technology and can put it all together. I have seen so many campaigns, so many candidates, and so many billionaires robbed by 20- and 30-something smooth-talking salesmen for technology that's outside the wheelhouse of the 60, 70, and 80-year-old billionaires. And so they believe the telegenic, photogenic 20 and 30-something who talks a good game and doesn't know what the hell they're doing with technology. It is a huge problem on the left and the right. It is not just the right. It is not just Republicans. The left has this problem as well. Look at Stacey Abrams. Look at how much money Stacey Abrams got and just 
wiped out an organization, laying off people, and she lost in Georgia. She didn't put points on the board. To the extent that anyone put points on the board in Georgia, it was the Republicans shooting themselves in the foot in those Senate races. Stacey Abrams' much-vaunted, much-heralded program, what did it get? Got nothing in Georgia in 2022. Every statewide person lost except Raphael Warnock, and I would argue that it had way more to do with him running against Herschel Walker, who Donald Trump talked into the race, than anything Abrams did. Any other Republican would have beaten Warnock, but Herschel Walker had too much baggage. I warned Republicans in the primary that was the case, and you know what they told me? Well, you were a Trump hater. He picked Trump. Of course you'd hate him. And then exactly what I said would happen happened. They came after him with uh, holding a gun to his wife's head, the, the, the spousal abuse allegations, all that stuff came out, blew up. His son threw him publicly under the bus. It was an embarrassment. It was a terrible campaign, and he almost won. He almost won nonetheless. Abrams had nothing to do with that. Because of the animosity in politics now, a lot of people have lost their ability to discern. They've put their trust. Like I said in the first hour, we are catechized by those we surround ourselves with. And a lot of people surround themselves with these hyper-online voices who want to burn it all down. And so you two begin to want to burn it all down. And you don't realize if you burn down the Republican National Committee, there is no legal entity that can coordinate with political candidates and do grassroots ground game operations. There's none. It's got to be the party or no one else. I don't like the party either. The party needs to be badly reformed. But if you take all of its assets and starve it to death, well, you've starved the RNC and the only entity in America that can help Donald Trump legally get elected with coordinating with his campaign. That's just the legal reality of it, whether you want to believe it or not. Things have got to change, the grifters and the consultants. Uh, it is absurd to me that a 30-year-old a can buy a $5 million house, and I can tell you, wasn't based on talk radio um, uh, income. Um, I, the, the amount of, I just, I'm, I'm so turned hostily against TPUSA these days. Um, I, I do not think conservative donors are getting their bang for the buck with this organization. And in the meantime, uh, they're starving legitimate organizations that actually can do good work. Uh, they're starving them of cash and assets. And when the GOP loses, these guys are going to pretend to be prophets and claim they knew it was going to happen all the time. Uh, I, I, I really don't want Joe Biden to win in 2024. I really don't. But... I'm afraid it's going to take a massive meltdown of Republican chances for Republicans to take seriously the grifter problem, and I don't want it to come to that. we got to clean it up now, or the voters are going to clean it up. It's a huge problem, and all we need to do is look at how Stacey Abrams bled so many left-wing donors dry and have nothing to show for it. We don't want that to happen to us, and I'm afraid it's going to if we're not careful. You know, a, a great organization that can teach you great discernment and certainly discernment on constitutional issues is Hillsdale College. Uh, they've been given courses and classes for free to people across America on the Constitution. You can check them out if you go to ericforhillsdale.com, ericforhillsdale.com, E-R-I-C-K. You can listen to the Constitution Minutes that run during this program, uh, during the ad breaks. Uh, they're educating people in one-minute short segments about core pieces of the constitutional framework of the country because Larry Arn and Hillsdale believe in it. So do I. If you go to ericforhillsdale.com, you can also get a free pocket constitution with the Declaration of Independence included. You can read it. You can get one for your friends. You can share the Constitution Minutes with your friends to educate them. You can learn how to take important classes from Hillsdale College on the Constitution and so much more for free. They are evangelists. 
idealistic in their university mission to educate Americans about the founding of this country, the true founding of this country. They want you to embrace it and believe it. I hope you will. It's Eric for Hillsdale.com. It's so good. If anything, just go get your free pocket constitution. But you should develop a relationship with Hillsdale College today. They are a monastery for the mind in a wave of cultural antagonism to conservatism in America. They're so good. Eric for Hillsdale.com. Go there today. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net-zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Hello there. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. I, I Confession is good for the soul. I suppose I need to confess something. I have been to four, count them, four Taylor Swift concerts in my life. And an Adele. Uh-huh. Uh, my daughter likes Adele and Taylor Swift, really likes Taylor Swift. And I have taken her to four Swift concerts and one Adele concert. I've taken my son to see Drew Holcomb and the neighbors. My son loves Drew Holcomb. Uh, I do too. Drew is one. He's a great guy. I'm just, I'm, I actually, um, I just, I'm, it's nice to see good people succeed. And he and his wife are uh, supremely good people. And it's just great to see his success and and his wife's success as well. Uh, and uh, I've taken my son to see Nate Bergazzi because my son loves stand-up comedy. Uh, but, yeah, four Swift concerts and an Adele with my daughter. Uh, that is about, I think, the sum total of my concerts. I've got friends who've been going to concerts all their life. I uh, Concerts were not something I did growing up, uh, and it was only when I had kids that I started going. But, I mean, I took my kid to her first Taylor Swift concert when she was young. And we went to the Eras concert. I did the 13 hours on uh, Ticketmaster trying to buy tickets like everybody else. I did. Uh, and I, I I don't hate her music. It's not my cup of tea, but I don't hate it. Um, the, the fact that it's become a thing on the right just shows you how unserious so much of the right is these days. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.